Welcome back, folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here. I'm going to check. Okay. Welcome back to the Too Much Dip podcast. It's Dave. I don't know why I'm using this tone, but I am. That was kind of a spooky season tone. It kind of was. Well, it, 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 given the... We have a fucking skeleton over your left shoulder. And given the events of the weekend in sports, that is. Damn. Um, it's kind of fitting, so. Truly, truly fitting. We've got Dylan. That's who you just heard from. Hello, everyone. Hi. Very happy to be here. I love how much Micah loves the intro beat. It you really, really do. Gets him, it gets him hyped. It does. What it does. Um, it gets me hyped. One of the things after experiencing, I should probably say suffering, a sports weekend like that is you get to just kind of move on with your life. And Monday comes, you get to focus on work. But uh, my work actually involves talking about said sports that happened over the weekend. So I don't really get to do that like most folks do. It's unfair. But uh, it's, it's what I've signed up for. So here I am. It's the life you chose. Here I am. You're basically like a Navy SEAL. Of the sports media That's industry. That's how brave right I am. Yes. You are truly braver than the troops, I'm as braver both than the of troops. us are, because we're all, we all boys fans here. Yeah. Mike is here. Hey, Dave. Ask how Mike. I'm doing. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm just grinding hard for my kingdom, out here doing lots of photo shoots and dancing and fasting, <laughs> growing this empire of mine in many ways as possible, <laughs> off that loud peach emoji, peach emoji, king emoji. <laughs> Cole Man. Campbell and I are sharing the same feeling this it's morning. It's crazy that y'all are having the exact same day. It, it should be <laughs> pointed out by um, that loud, he's not referring to marijuana. Like, no, it's like, true. That booming it, loud. He's talking about coffee. That's, that's his Oh, he's on that loud. gas. That he's bean on, juice. He's on that gas. What's yeah. his? Is he a cold brew boy? Nah, uh, no, no, he likes it hot. He likes just regular <laughs> drip. You know who drip else coffee. likes hot drip? KJ. You know who's not here today? KJ. Oh, man. I wish he was because I'd like to talk about Pour out your drip, drip coffee for KJ not being here. Yeah, everything's good. He'll be back on the live stream Thursday. He's serving a one-game suspension. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, he has he had some stuff up there to do. He has a people forget he has a a, a real-world job. Yeah, yeah, he's a corporate guy. Corporate loves the corporateness. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be here. I'm Dave. Mentioned that earlier. If you don't know me, thanks for joining us. Today, maybe I'll Dave. mention it again. How about that? Can't do anything about it. Um. Before we get into this podcast, which will surely be a great one, follow Too Much Dip on Twitter, please. That's Too Much Dip with two Ps on Twitter. And uh, Too Much Dip Podcast on Instagram. That's Too Much Dip Podcast on Instagram. Also, subscribe. Leave us a nice review. Maybe, oh yeah, we got this uh, Thursday night live stream we've been doing. Picking up steam. People are liking it. So what we do is we go in there and we just pick games and, uh, and we're we really, it. really, really good at it. Like people, if they use our picks, we should probably put it behind a paywall because if they were to use our picks, they would surely win a lot of money. Yeah, we should probably clarify these are not uh, gambling recommendations. These are just our picks. And if we were to put our own money on a game, this is the way we would bet. But in no way are these recommendations because if you are following our picks, you are not doing so hot. And for that, we apologize. Last week was tough. Conditions were tough. It didn't go well. We'll, we'll, we'll break that down on Thursday night's stream. And what we do, if you can't make the live stream, which is available on Washed Media YouTube, we release that audio, thanks thanks to the miracle of technology, as a podcast. Whoa. On this feed that you're listening to this podcast on right now. That night, actually, Thursday night, we drop it. That's how quick we are. It's huge. It's very huge. But if you follow along live, you can comment and, you know, see things like uh, me running around and my experimenting with my ring light there's a lot happening yeah I, I i still don't know what was happening at the beginning of that but it was fun to watch yeah it wasn't my best performance but you know you can fast forward through the first like three minutes of the pod uh, although why would you listen to last week's podcast talking about last week's games unless you just wanted to humiliate us because we did a poor job picking them we certainly but did. there was a lot of sports this weekend we should talk about it. You want some uh you want some off the top reviews? These are recent reviews from oh, the yeah, last week. Oh yeah, that sounds great. This one says five stars. This is from John Jack. The people need more Texas state talk. Really? <coughs> that's looking uh, at you, Dylan. That, that feels like it's heavily uh dripped in sarcasm. Uh I don't know. You never know. 
Great chemistry, five stars from Shot Shank Redemption. Great name. This show has two guys that have a slightly above average understanding of the sports landscape, a guy with legit sports knowledge, and a guy who apparently huffs aerosol duster before the show. But somehow it works. Highly entertaining. Which one? I give it five of five. Yeah, who? I think you're the last one, Micah. That's that's weird, man. Are you huffing aerosol duster? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe KJ is. He's not here to defend himself. I think but. he's the guy in that review they're talking about who uh, is, has very, actual sports is knowledge. very knowledgeable. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. This person says, we're the 90s bulls of sports pods. Dave's MJ. I'm just reading the review. Dorn's Pippen. I'll yeah, take it. Right. I'll take it. KJ's Phil. And Micah's Rodman. Gotta be. Cut the check because these boys are coming to collect. You're partially right. Wherever our intern Caleb should be working on a little Photoshop right now. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think. Are we selling KJ short, making him fill? KJ's arguably MJ. Not that it matters. It's a five-star review either way. I'm not I'll mad take, about I'll it. I'll take Pippen. He's the supporting role, but he's a Hall of Famer. So Hall of Famer, great defender. Who's uh, who's Tony Kukoc? Underpaid Randy? as well. No, Tony Kukoc is, is obviously Brett. God, it really is Brett, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's a no-brainer. I didn't have to think twice about that. Oh, dude, Micah, you're going to like this one. Iceman, one frost. I am five out of Shouts. five eggplant emojis. H for this podcast. Bang. Shouts. Big time. Bang! Bang! Very H. Are you guys a little sad that we've heard our last bang of 2020? Did I miss a bang last night not watching that entire game? I don't think I, uh, we had one, but now that it, Mike Bream's leaving the bubble. He typically doesn't let a bang fly unless it's a um, a big moment. A big moment in the game, and we had zero of those last night. He got out of hand fast. So, he you may, want to just do NBA right now? He may have banged one. I don't we know. We can talk finals. Let's just do it. Sure. We're we had Breen. the longest basketball season of all time ended last night. I was very upset because when it came time for me to flip onto the game, it was not much of a game. In fact, it was out of hand. Yeah. Over the weekend, the uh, the Heat forced a game six, a pivotal game six, an elimination game. And they got it handed to him last night, and it was very sad. Look, Jimmy Butler is a monster. He's, love him. He is a fierce competitor. I love that dude. Did you see him after the interview, uh, the post-game interview um, of game five? Yes. You see him walk walk away, like back behind yes. the curtain or whatever. He could, like, he was really struggling. He just left it all out there. He's he's tight. That's a guy you want on your team. Absolutely. You don't know if a guy like Jimmy Butler is going to get back there. Um, you don't know if the Heat are going to get back there. Probably not. Um, unless maybe they get Giannis, which seems possible. But either way, that's a fun team. I think we were all pulling for them. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they, they, were, they were so much fun to watch the first three rounds, too. And in Game 5, is a, I mean, the series was already 3-1. And they are prohibitive underdogs. So game five may not be remembered long term, but that was a, an unbelievable, like a, a truly brilliant finals game. That yeah. is a that's a performance that 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 will not go away quietly. And no one really expected the Heat to, to be there. No, no, it kind of came out especially of nowhere. Especially they lose the Bam for the first two games. They lose yeah. they lose Drogic, their leading scorer. I mean, it, they it was tough. Something to be proud of. They they made a very impressive run. Let me ask you this. As someone who did not watch the game Saturday night, was AD's injury ever like – was it ever like, oh, shit, he might be done? Because I know Twitter – I saw some stuff on Twitter because that's how I was following it. But uh, I don't know, like, was it ever in question that he might not come back? He went down pretty hard. I I can never really tell with him. I uh, One time I, I saw the – when I was a Maverick season ticket holder, I saw them play the Pelicans. And uh, I was really excited. It was a midseason game. Pelicans weren't very good, but I was like, here's my chance to see. It was probably his second or third year in the league. Chance to see the superstar in person. So he hadn't quit on the team yet? No, no. This is early okay. in his career. And uh, he went down with a twisted ankle like a minute into the game and didn't play again. And I, I feel like that happened to him like a hundred times while he was in New Orleans. Like if he if he got rubbed wrong, they were just like, oh, you're too important. Just don't play. Yeah. And so whenever he, he goes down, like I'm sort of used, I'm conditioned to his first six years in the league just being like, shut him down. Shut him down. He's too important. Yeah. So he does. Kind of like what they're doing to down. Zion. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I didn't know you were a Ma Mavericks season ticket holder. Uh, yes, for time. two seasons. Yeah. I, you. I uh, root against them every game. 
What, you had season tickets? That's unfortunate. Yeah, I like hoops. <laughs> it's a good way to, to take babes on dates, too. Oh. <laughs> Tell us more about these dates. Oh. I, I mean, this was a different time in my life. Fun fact, my wife and I's first date was a Mavs game. How about that? Really? Yeah. That's cute. I don't remember who they played. I probably should, but. Mm. You should have kept the ticket, stub, sir. Yeah. I probably got the e-ticket. If you, you could know, have it's all for, digital these days. If you days. could have foreseen what the relationship turned into, you may ha- you may have done that. But you didn't know. You could get you could get deep on basketball reference. I bet you could figure it out. I definitely could figure it out. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll get that ticket stub tattooed on my back. <laughs> Ooh, get it framed, like matted, framed, and, and present it to her at some point. That'd Dude, be, she listens. That would mean that'd so be, much to her. To Hello, romantic. Podcast. Well, just don't let her listen to this one. Turn the internet off at the house or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I need you to unsubscribe. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I'm kind of sad that we don't have any more bubble. Bubble was fun, man. Bubble was fun, man. It was man. a good time. We had bubble butt baddies. Although I feel bad for all the people who had to stay there for so damn long. That includes, like, members of media and, you know. Yeah. yeah but we should give the Lakers – we haven't really given them any credit. They no. spent three months in a bubble. Yeah. And yeah. they proved to be the class of those 22 teams They owned the bubble. They bubble owned it. Boys. Uh, the, the level of sort of professionalism and – I mean, it's an impressive feat. It really is. I don't like giving – playoff rondo credit because he wasn't playoff rondo when he was in dallas in fact he utterly and absolutely quit on the mavericks uh, mid series against the rockets i don't know if the mavs would have won that series but they would have been a lot more competitive they made a big trade to get rondo everybody was pumped and he just did not think carlisle knew what he was doing he just shut him down after it wasn't, about four games and that was it and that was the end of the rondo era so yeah i hate seeing rondo get another ring you know it's been eight years since the Celtics won that championship? That's crazy. Dwight Howard got his first, is that correct? Yeah, Dwight Howard wins the title in Orlando, actually, which is kind of wow. ironic. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Oh, yeah. I I don't know what history will say about Dwight Howard. He's Obvi- soft. Obviously, like, through the first five years of his career, he was an absolute monster, unstoppable, borderline. He's too soft, man. But then he was just weird with the Van Gundy stuff. All the ability in the world. All the ability in the world. Like built like like that's what you how you would design a basketball player to look is is him, that frame. Uh just soft. The shoulders on that just guy. Soft. Shred. Your shoulders don't look you like can't, that. You can't be six eleven and shredded like that. It doesn't make it's not fair. It's not. Him and Giannis with the shoulders, man. Giannis. Yeah. I, a lot of weird stuff with Dwight the last couple of years. Uh, including his haircut now. Dwight's a weirdo, and I think that may be bigger part of his legacy than like the first seven or eight years when he was a legit first team, first team center every year and took his team to the finals once. He's got he's the definition of a guy who like plays too much. But he also you do I I mean I hate giving him credit for anything because he does play too much, but he finally learned that Dwight Howard is most effective being this physical freak who will rebound and play defense. And not shooting baby hooks off the top of the backboard and trying to get buckets. Like, that's just not who he is. And this year, he finally did that. And they won a title. So, I I, mean, I hate to give him credit for anything, but he deserves some for learning his role 16 years into his NBA career. <laughs> had we known that he had, like, that mindset going into this year, it would have, would it have not have been a no-brainer that the Lakers were going to win it all? Because they have two absolute monsters on the board, A.D. and Dwight Howard, Who's playing at? He's not playing at you know all time levels, but for him, he's playing pretty well. And plus LeBron, who's thirty six and somehow still in his prime. Year seventeen. Year seventeen. Crazy. That's absurd. Never missed a playoff game. Well, if you count some of those games against the Mavs, that's uh, serious. He, he missed there. a few, at least in the fourth quarter. How about Javale right. McGee, who now has three NBA titles? Oh yeah, Dude, shout as out many to as him. Larry Bird. Shouts to him. Oh, Gian- I didn't realize Giannis's brother was on the Lakers too. Yeah, Giannis's <laughs> brother is the first. Uh, yeah, first Atempo. I can't. I'm not even gonna try. To win, to win a title. Yeah, very good. He's got bragging rights forever. You said Javale McGee remind me. He posted. Uh, he went live on Instagram. He was like, uh, "Greek freak." Yeah, th- this one's the first one to get one. Talking about getting a ring. Damn, pretty funny. Speaking yeah. of IG Live, did you see Jr. Smith last night? Jr. Who who played nine minutes in the finals. <laughs> Immediately took his shirt off as soon as the the buzzer sounded because he loves taking his shirt off. Uh, he won his second ring. He was doing a live stream on the bus, and Quinn Cook yeah. 
is in the comments like, hey, hit a U-turn. He come, left me. Come back and get me. And they, 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 the team bus just left without Quinn Cook. He had to walk back to the hotel. I mean, I assume he caught a ride, but it yeah. would be funnier if he just walked back in uniform, soaking wet, full of champagne. <laughs> he got Quinn Cooked. <laughs> Walking across uh, Disney World. That's fantastic. Do we know what they did to celebrate? Like, how did that work? Uh, I they They shot champagne in the locker room. Incidentally... Isaiah Thomas, the the former Piston great, it's his champagne. Okay. It's the first uh, branded champagne in NBA history. Mm. Did you see they came out with a Louis Vuitton case for the Larry O'Brien yeah. trophy yesterday? That's a first. It's completely unnecessary. But totally unnecessary, it. but yeah. I saw Rondo. Louis, shouts to the Louis Vuitton Didn't gang. Rondo's kid turning that, that champagne up on the at midcourt. Oh, that was there. funny. Was they need to do the Stanley Cup in a Gucci bag. <laughs> you think that'll ever happen? It's just not very hockey to me. I don't know. Gucci, it's not. Yeah, you're right. Uh, LeBron, though, we got. I mean, his, his legacy. Like four, he's got four rings, four Finals MVPs. Um, you know what? This will only enhance his his followers. You got to think that it's going to enhance his followers. Stoops called us. I mean, I we are not going to have the Michael versus LeBron conversation on this podcast. I think no, there's enough television places to do that. Like everywhere uh, you turn. Yeah. Everywhere you turn. I will just say there's no reason to believe the Lakers can't win two more titles in a row with, with peak AD. Are they keeping this squad together? Or the I mean, core, I, the core even squad if they just keep LeBron and AD and you start building around it. I think they could win gone. another two titles. I don't and think they're going to pay. They're Kuzma. not going to miss Kuz. Yeah. Though. They're not going to miss Kuz. They need somebody. What with is more, that guy? They need more shooting. <laughs> what is Kuz? Is like his game. I I don't know if he's like a – he's not a max player. No, no, no. He's a famous player because he plays for the Lakers. Exactly. He's good in like in little short streaks. He'll he'll get he'll get hot for like a few minutes and so then, he's like then he'll a, be Kyle Kuzma. He's again. a guy who's a good player but mainly known because of the team he was on. So he was like Derek Jeter type. He always just looks kind of lost out there to me. Like he doesn't big, really know he what wasn't to the captain. do. That was a shot at the Yankees, and I'm sorry. Well, I, I would just say if LeBron wins two more titles – that would be six victories and six losses in the finals, and I, I that w- it's just absurd. And I think that's within the realm. Now we don't know what's going to happen two days from now in 2020, but um, anyway, I, 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 an amazing. They, they were the best team. They yeah. deserved to win. The only other thing that we should talk about is Dion Waiters and his amazing redemption story because Dion Waiters was playing for the Heat this season, had uh, something happen in a game, decided to take an edible on the team flight home. And they had to have an emergency landing because he had a uh, a bad event. He ends up getting traded and then cut, and then he ends up on the Lakers winning a championship. We've all been there. He would have been against eligible. his former team. He would have been eligible for a ring either way. Do you see that story? Yes. The Heat, because he started the season with the Heat, so they, he was he could have gotten a ring even if the Lakers had lost. He was suspended more times this season by the Heat than games he actually played in for the Heat. Did so they suspend strong. him for the edible? Yeah, ten games. I'm um, come on. And there were two other suspensions. I will say, the idea of doing an edible than getting on a plane just sounds real dangerous. Seems reckless. Like, that could go south real quick. Oh, man. Well, let's close the book on the the bubble. On the longest NBA season of all time. A fun journey. Truly. Through the bubble. Luka Magic seems like... Mm. It seems like months ago. Yeah. You got lots lots of Luka in your future, Dave. Don't worry. Well, that's good because you know what I don't have in my future is uh, a lot of Dak. Is it time to talk NFL? Let's just let's just do this. This is what people tuned in for. Um, full disclosure: I was leaving uh, Frankston, Texas, near Tyler, and um, I had two options. I was like, I could either just try to turn my phone off and listen to music the whole way, and have no clue what happens in the Cowboy game, or I can just listen to <laughs> Brad Sham and Babe on the radio call. So I was doing the thing as I'm driving through East Texas, trying to find whatever AM station has it. And, God, there's a lot of weird shit on AM radio oh, in East man. Texas. In Don't East Texas, yeah. Be real careful. Um, finally found it. So I'm li- I listened to the entire game in real time. Um, and when I heard what happened, I, uh, I did pull over. I, I pulled over just to, to, like, get on Twitter and see what was going down, see the video, and – that is uh, very very tough. Yeah, I um, I didn't watch it live because I was uh, I just got to work and then I was taking a little halftime shower, and uh, so I, I hit pause. Um, and as I started the third quarter, I get a text from I believe is Brett 
And then KJ quickly followed it up. And actually, Will had a very similar experience to me. We weren't watching the game live. But for whatever reason, when that text came through, there, that was the only context. He said, like, oh, shit. I was like, this feels like it's about Dak. I don't know why. I know the Cowboys are playing right now. But this feels like it's Dak-related somehow. And I skip forward a little bit, and I I see Dak on the field on on his ass, grip, you know, holding his leg or whatever. Like, yeah, that's 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 what it was. It was Dak, a horrific looking injury. How did that? How was that not you? Do you realize like the, yeah. that? Ch- I mean, not most people. That's what their foot would look like after what happened yeah. to you when you so, people knew here. I don't. Yeah, I don't handle this kind of stuff very well. Like my, yeah. I get really queasy. I could never be a doctor. Uh, that's one of the many reasons why I couldn't be a doctor. But um, <laughs> I, so I couldn't really watch the injury. I mean, I fast forwarded it; it had it had already happened, and they showed some replays and all that. I had to look away, so I don't know exactly what happened with his feet, how they got tangled up or turned. I don't know what happened, it was just, but his weight went into the ankle and the foot landed, and okay, you have a you have yourself a dislocation and a compound yeah. fracture, meaning yeah. meaning we have broken skin with bone. And a risk of infection. He High had surgery last night. Successful. Successful. By all accounts. Four to six months is the projected, uh, which means obviously this, he's done for this season, of course. But that sounds better than I was thinking. Unless a global pandemic delays the season, interrupts the season, and we don't come back for like. It's true. Uh, if we go into the NFL bubble. But uh, this team. Let's uh, NFL NFL let's bubble. Like you kind of just want to call it on this season. I mean, not call it. No. But like, th- there's. I, It'd be a real shame. They're two and three with Andy they Dalton. Stink. The no. team, the Cowboys stink. <laughs> it's not, it's okay, and Andy, not, Andy Dalton isn't going to change. Not much like. good was going to happen this year anyway. I will be a little bit more optimistic because I saw they are the first place Dallas Cowboys. They are the first place Dallas Cowboys at two and three. At two and three, um, Andy Dalton is not a bad NFL quarterback. Andy Dalton has at times in his career been a good, above average NFL quarterback. He is a really, really good backup quarterback. Sure. Uh, I think he's serviceable. He had a great ball to Gallup. Gallup went the fuck off. God, that was that a fu- It was hard to get back into that game. So when I got home, it was like the the final drive, and then I went and rewatched the game, the entire thing. Um, I thought Dalton was fine. I think he's good enough to this. Don't laugh. I think he's good enough to win seven games. Get them. Get them to seven games. I should say. So win five more games, which five is competitive the in the NFC East, most likely. Yeah, I mean, this is just like the the like war torn like fan in me saying this, but like Dalton's just good enough to like not actually make a strong run, but to fuck up like the draft situation for next year. Like, that's like that's you know best case scenario with the backup. Yeah, I know, I know. Right? Like he is a very good backup quarterback. Let me say this too. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but to the people in my group text, one group text, not anybody in here who were saying they should tack for Trev- tank for Trevor Lawrence. No, sir. As highly inappropriate and offensive to me and to Cowboys Nation, we're not doing that. Dak's our guy. Dak is Dak is the Dak's guy. Our guy. Is Dak the guy though? Yes. yes. Because I think he is, but everything Cowboys management has done for the last two and a half years has right. not has not illustrated that he's the guy. And, and after this, gonna, I mean, I don't know if Dak ever plays for the Cowboys again. They might, In fact, if I had to bet on it, I bet he won't. Well, they, they'll franchise him again, most likely. I think that's what's going to happen. They franchise. They have two tags, so they used one this year. Thank God he, he's making 31 mil this year. That's so devastating. But, yeah, like, I odds are that he – they, you know, give him one more year under the franchise tag to see if he's, you know, back fully healthy, which is just sorry. I mean, like, you don't – I don't know. I know – I feel like the thought it's, – it's weird to, like, speculate about money and whatnot, but it's like, man, I hope he didn't just lose himself a lot of money because he's gone through a lot of shit the last – the last year and like the last five, lost his mom, lost his brother to suicide, had to get called out by that douchebag Skip Bayless, whose name I can't believe I just spoke. There's a lot going on. Yeah. He's a good dude. I felt I've never felt worse for a guy, uh, injury like sports injury related than I than I did for this. I don't know why. I mean, I know, obviously I'm a Cowboys fan, but he's just a good dude. This is up there. He with deserves him. to get paid, and he's getting paid this year. I know franchise money, but. Franchise tag, but uh, he needs he needs a contract. This reminds me. Remember Paul George, his injury in the uh, yes in the the uh, Team America Team deal. America. Yeah. yeah, when he, I mean, it was brutal. How about Tony Romo saying, I "Hope it's just a cramp." Okay, I what think the fuck he was, was that? I think he was a little wrong. He said Cowboys fans are hoping it's a cramp, and he was holding his calf, 
and I don't think he saw the foot being that was cocked the wrong way. Romo got a lot of shit for that, but I, there's a lot of shit to give Romo. There's a lot of reason <laughs> Dude, to give his, Romo shit. His foot's pointing the wrong way. It's not a cramp. I don't think he saw that. Yeah, I I mean, I, if you want to defend him, he did sort of grab his his calf and hold it up. But he grabbed his calf to show that his leg was pointing the wrong direction. So it was a little yeah, off. Yeah. I was watching with like four or five people outdoors at uh, at the pool house, actually. And uh, as soon as he went down, I just said, I'm leaving. I'm, I walked right out because I was I could see as soon as he held this calf up and the legs pointing the wrong direction. I'm not hanging around for a single replay. I oh, felt well, there was sick. plenty. Yeah, I mean, I was like, that's it. What are they doing? His yeah, season's over. Know. His career has changed CBS forever. falls him into the tunnel. Uh, it was excessive. Did you get to see any of like the? There was it was very heartwarming. I'll be honest. I I had a little sports tear up even knowing what happened. Just watching it, just seeing like Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. Over. Yeah, I I saw some of that afterwards. I and it's so right. I got in the car and listened to to Babe and uh, and Brad Sham on the way home too. It's just ugh, just brutal, just brutal. I mean, I can't remember uh, a devastating injury like that happening to a team that I followed. Yeah, Romo. It, Romo was the only the Romo was the, the only one. Bone, and then the the back was in a preseason game, so you probably the, well, weren't yeah. even watching it. Well, I think I was, but it was a preseason game, and he he had had I think he had lost most of the season before with injuries. Like you never you you weren't shocked when he went down, but you did see that and go uh oh. But this was worse. Also, pretty clear from the reactions of everyone around that he's like very widely respected and loved mm-hmm. around there. Like he's just a man. Great, great guy. What do you think it about sucks. this move when people do this tweet? Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm a pretty huge Eagles fan, but, man, I, my heart goes out to Dak. Yeah, I, Big big Cat was exposing all those people. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Okay. Like, yeah, you don't have to, like, qualify your statement by, like, hey, hoping you, this human being is, like, like under okay. normal circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> I hope terrible things happen to the Cowboys. Yeah. But this one, this is a step too far. It's, it's like – all right. I was think I did have the thought. Now Trevor Lawrence never entered my mind, but I was thinking like, okay, let's say they win like three games this year. Like who on the who on the defensive side of the ball can we pick up? We need some we need some work back in that secondary. But yeah, um, Andy Dalton is just good enough too. Yeah. But you know what though? For so many years, the Cowboys have neglected the backup quarterback position. It is true. This is the the one time the Cowboys seem to have a, a capable backup. We need Cooper Rush. Back we, in the mix. we do not need Cooper. Are we going to see Danucci at all this year? The draft pick from last year. We I, there's only one way to find I'd out. I'd rather see Jay Danucci. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to Jay. Shout out Jay. Unless y'all are, uh, look, I want to talk about Alex Smith for a sec. Unless you want to say anything else Alex about Smith. Dak. It's about um, time that the team from Washington had good headlines. So I was very wrong, even though they got their ass kicked yesterday. What? One of the r- rare times I'm glad to be very wrong. I said that Alex Smith is not going to. He's not going to play again. He did. Um. Who's who's the guy who started? Uh, Kyle Allen went down, so they brought in Alex Smith. Did you guys watch any of that? I I, I watched saw the, a lot of the highlights, and so the first series. Um, <laughs> first of all, his family is just like, or his wife, I should say, is just like distraught. Is just totally, is very scared that he's going in the game. Uh, first play, he he he, those little screen pass, whatever, a little dump off. Uh, I forgot what happened in the second play. Third play though. Aaron, Aaron Donald, Donald. <laughs> doesn't give a fuck with what Alex Smith has been through or the fact that the Washington football team has no chance of winning this football game. He he like makes himself a backpack and just jumps on the on Alex Smith's back and rides him to the ground. I'm like, "Oh my god, you what the hell is going leg on out here?" Early. I mean, he got he, was he got sacked, tested several times. He was sacked 6 times oh, yesterday. Man. This dude who who is that like borderline <laughs> criminal. That's that's borderline reckless or negligent. To, to put your quarterback behind that the set one of the sacks line. they didn't actually they just wrapped him up and you know momentum was stopped so they blew the whistle dead and he was still on his feet it's like okay but the Aaron Donald the first one like oh my god way to test I've been against the best football player on the planet in my opinion Aaron Donald uh, just rides him to the ground it was unbelievable but major props to Alex Smith he didn't have a great showing I think he threw for like thirty seven yards or something but his leg held up man which is great to see. You know, yeah, but you know it. It almost makes you forget about all the other stuff in Washington. <laughs> can we? Speaking of Washington, can we? Can we just stop 
putting Joe Theismann tweets up on TV when somebody has yeah. a terrible injury. Like, I know it's kind of, I, mean, I don't want to call it a bit because he's like is most he, famous for having a terrible injury. But every time there's a terrible injury, it's the only time of the year we hear from Joe Theismann. And it's like he feels obligated. He's on the sideline yeah. trying to kiss someone. He, he feels obligated. Uh, that, that's, oh, yeah, that was Joe Namath. That was Joe Namath. But he feels obligated to chime in every time something Like someone texts him, hey, you got another tweet because uh, we have another horrific injury on the field. Yeah. It's like, Joe, just kind of sit this yeah. one out. The little, his bat signal goes up. Lawrence Taylor, man. Ooh, that one was Ooh. nasty. Um, what else? Oh, dude! So I listened to a lot of this game. Uh, Raiders beat the Chiefs. Did we yeah. pick that game? We did. Somebody picked. I think I picked the. Did Raiders. you pick the Raiders? I think you I did, think Dylan. You did. I think I did. One of the few. I, I got called right uh, their quarterback a beta male cuck. You did. Is. Can I ask how this happened? I, I listened and I. I well, I was this? watching on Red Zone. It seemed to be the same formula. The Chiefs seemed to be playing on the same formula for the last year and a half. That's we get down by ten to fourteen points. And then in the fourth quarter, Mahomes just pulls shit out of his ass and the Chiefs win the game every time. Like they, I've never seen a team get behind more often than the Chiefs. And that was sort of the script here. And then the Raiders just kind of held on. Chiefs made a run. They were down 16, scored a late touchdown, got the two. Looked like they might have had a chance. But um, Raiders were impressive yesterday. Um, and the Chiefs defense has some holes. Although there, I think there was a pick six involved and the okay. Raiders defense uh, – you know, made some plays. Is this just like a team that just won the Super Bowl, probably taking a week where they don't take their opponents seriously? Seemed a they little reckless. Beat, then they come, they're going to come out and win like six in a row now. It, that would seem logical to me. Yeah. That's what I figured. I, 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 need saw, to be some, refocused. I saw some real trash uh, Mahomes takes out there. Or, or, yeah, just, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if, if, if the Raiders are, uh, I don't know if they're a playoff team, but, I kind of like that they're competitive. I don't hate it, even though you did call their quarterback a beta male cuck. Yeah, with eyeliner. Yes, but I, I I would just say the Chiefs, and the Chiefs and the Ravens have been the two best teams in the AFC for the last two seasons. The Ravens this week, not that that the Ravens Cincinnati game is worth talking about, but they did what they do. They get ahead early. They run the football. They stomp you out. They get after your quarterback. They kick your ass. The Chiefs seem to just play they play too much and they do play too sometimes much. they get caught and that's what happened this this week dude how many touches is zeke about to get with Andy dalton like this is gonna be it already happened yesterday back to the cowboy game where they like were like okay we're just gonna run the ball control the clock keep the defense off the field which is kind of a hallmark of the jason garrett era Are they they're about to be that team again right you gotta think you gotta be feed zeke that dude he picked it up. He's very good. He is very good. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland over Indy. Baker is now what? Is that three and one? Three and the one. The Browns are actually good, and I can't stand it. How was Baker? Are they yesterday? four and one? They're four and one. Oh, they're four and one. Yeah, they're good. four and one. Ba they're that offense a, they're is running legit. football team. That I mean, offense is legit. Baker man. doesn't have to do that much. They've got a great running attack. No Nick Chubb. And even without Chubb. They got Odell playing like it's uh, 2016 again. That's scary. It's another thing I like, though, because that's a I don't mind having Baker in the mix and Odell just because it's wild ass. Todd Gurley running like it's 2016 since we're talking about it. That's great. His team's really good too. His team sucks, but he, they he fired. Uh, they he fired their coach bad. and GM. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, Atlanta, man, that's tough. You uh, are they tanking for Trev? Hashtag. They are the worst. No, are they worse than the Jets? Surely no. they're not. The Jets and Giants are probably both worse. God, but we still gave up 34 points to the fucking Giants. One of those is a pick six, but still. Yeah, our defense is bad. Mm -hmm. Cowboys defense is bad. Jalen looked better. Dude, he had a game. He made a couple plays. He was yesterday. flying around. Like he was he looked like he wasn't missing assignments. Um but yeah, they're still they're still not great. Um Demarcus Lawrence showed up. That was cool to see. Uh, Miami 43, San Francisco 17. That's with Garoppolo back, right? I think he played just in the first half, and then they kind of benched him or went. Uh, Bethard was playing in the second half when I was watching this. Like, this was just a weird one. Uh, Fitzmagic was just out there cooking in the first quarter. And next thing you know, they kicked their ass. It's weird. It's uh, not fun being on the wrong side of a Fitzpatrick going off game. It's very infuriating, actually. <laughs> Seahawks win last night over the Vikings. Seattle's probably a top most power rankings, maybe Pittsburgh. 
I don't know. I don't know if you subscribe to the power. Five and oh. Five and oh. You are what your record says you are, Dave. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks just every game they play in prime. I guess every game, but especially the primetime games, are always go down to the last play. Like it's kind of wild. Uh, but they they find a way to win. So. so All right. Anything else on the NFL, folks? Uh, that rookie Claypool for Pittsburgh is holy shit. Where did I he forgot come his from? first name? Uh, Notre Dame. What? What's uh, Chase Claypool had four touchdowns yesterday. Uh, just That's very helpful. Kind of out of nowhere. You gonna pick him up on the wave of water, Dave? Hey, I'm gonna make a play. <laughs> I, dude, I, I don't. Even My gosh, talk. that oh. that dude's awesome. Well, how's your fantasy team doing? You know, to rub salt in uh, in the wound here. Um, my two teams are a combined two and eight. Oh, okay. so uh, that's not looking awesome, Dave. Okay. Got Sorry my Longhorns. I got my Cowboys. We'll and get to I got that. my my two and eight fantasy, fantasy alert. <laughs> fantasy alert. Uh, my so. teams are five and zero oh and three and two at the moment. So. Oh, I'm okay. I'm really fucking happy for okay. you. Okay. Thank you. Hey, you know what else I'm happy about? Manscaped. Always, man. Support for too much dip is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below the waist grooming? It's Manscaped. If you're not grooming below the waist, you you need to start as soon as possible. I've been told I that, I've you. been told that this guy, this Micah fellow here, has an anecdote. I do, I do. I'd First of all, it. let me say, well, shouts. It, it paints Manscaped in a does. positive light. It does. It does. Shouts. Okay. First of all, to Manscaped for uh, hooking up your boy with a lawnmower 3.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really stepped my grooming game up to a new level. I'd show you guys, but I don't want to pop top in the studio. Okay. Uh, that's not even what I'm I'm here to talk about. And by the way, I had a, a Manscaped lawnmower 2.0, and the 3.0 it's it's a game changer. It's, it's got the dope. light, the whole thing. It's really a I'm, I'm losing. I can't control <laughs> myself over here. I love it. So my uh, my fiance tells me a story about her 13 year old nephew who came home one day and told and told his dad, "Hey, dad, I want a lawnmower." And his dad got real excited, thinking that he was gonna like, you know start a business and and start mowing the neighbor's lawns and stuff but in fact he just wanted to groom his balls better yeah, oh. yeah. and which then you know oh, yeah he had just seen a, a manscaped read somewhere or something or he, sh- he should have been like he was like I'm no like- jim, my friend jim has one and so i need one oh. dude shout out to jim and so shouts to jim but uh it's also funny that liam a 13 year old now has uh, every woman in his family knows what manscaped is thanks to him he should have just been like hey i'm looking for a third generation trimmer featuring a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe trademark technology pioneered by manscaped that's what i'm looking for that's what i would have said if i was him that's how i would have gone about it but i'm not him he's a kid i'll give him a break um dude the battery we even talk about the battery lasts up to 90 minutes how about that I hate when you get like a razor or anything really that you have to just keep recharging. You could trim the whole squad on one charge. We could use one. I bet you won't. I bet you won't shave my back. I I don't want to share blades with you, but we could theoretically, given the uh, the length of the battery there. Dylan, you'll like this. They've upgraded to a seven thousand RPM motor with Quiet Stroke trademark technology. It really is quiet. I thought you had Quiet Stroke. And you can't nick. What's wrong with you, dude? Just asking the question. You can't nick yourself with it. That ceramic blade, super safe. As it's got well. the little light on it. It's fantastic. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with code. Bang! Code bang. bang. So somebody, I, I'm going to tell Liam that he can buy his own Manscaped uh, lawnmower. Just go to manscaped.com and use promo code bang. For 20% off and 20% free shipping. 20% off. Your trim, ball, hey, your balls will thank you. Trim your junk with Manscaped. Have your balls thanked you lately? Probably not. not. Last time I used my Manscaped, yeah. What did, what voice did they have when they thanked you? Hey, ma'am. How you like that? I appreciate it. Really appreciate you. Yeah. Me, Feels good down here. You don't know what it's like down here. You know, here. <laughs> it ain't cool, man. Oh, go on. Um, <laughs> Let's do some college football. Turn it up. Uh, Dylan, I'm just going to let you do this. Okay, well, what you, I, I, which game should we talk about? Let's talk about what used to be called the Red River Shootout. Yeah. But due to a number of mass shootings in this com- country it and company, it's now the Red River rivalry, rivalry, which is unbelievably difficult to say. It was the showdown for a minute. Now it's just a rivalry. I, one thing that, that pissed me off was Gus Johnson just said, we're here at Red River. He kept saying that over yeah. and over again. No, it's like, Red no. River. Big Sam stepping up big at Red River. Red River is like, not what it is. That's not, we're not on Dallas the river. And, yeah. we're, we're not... We're at the Red River rivalry, perhaps. 
I wonder what Cole Campbell would call this game. Okay. Um, <laughs> what if I told you, David, that um, Texas played a team that benched their freshman quarterback for poor performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, his backup came in and played even poorer than the first guy, so they pulled him and put the original freshman back in, <laughs> and uh, they still won the game. What if I told you that? Would you believe me? I would say that there were some miscues on special teams. Because that's exactly what happened. I feel like this game, this is cliche, but like traditionally in Texas OU, special teams plays a big role. Special teams, it, turnovers are always, it's usually the, the determining factor in this game. Who has uh, the most usually loses the game. Um, this was just an ugly game. Texas is um, so many penalties. perhaps the most undisciplined, poorly coached team in the country. No. Undisciplined. Maybe not the port. The, the coaching is very questionable. I was kidding. Probably. Um, defense is lost. Sam Ellinger is – he didn't throw the ball very well on Saturday. He's a, he's a tough competitor, and I, I love him for that. He's He he played very strong in like the second half of the fourth quarter and on. Um, but he didn't throw the ball particularly well. You know people say that he's not an NFL prospect, some people. Yeah, I'm one of them. You know who you know who is in the NFL now, and on the Cowboys as a tight end is the Belldozer. The Belldozer, and it's just like it's so funny to think about quarterbacks who no one thought would have careers yeah. that that are actually yeah. you know contributing in some fashion. Yeah, I don't know if there's a place in the NFL for Ellinger. He's he's a, as tough as they come. Um, mm. Like I said, very competitive, and it can go on streaks where he throws the ball pretty well, especially downfield. But. Um, he, he didn't have it on Saturday for whatever reason. He ran the ball well, like he usually does. Um, didn't Texas fire their D.C. last season, midseason? Didn't they, Herman have to get rid yeah, of a coordinator? He, yeah, he cleaned out. He cleaned house. So now who I – don't, I don't know who's back there now, but – His name is um, – I forgot his name. It's not Todd Orlando. No, Todd Orlando's last gone. year. I forgot his name. Um, but he, he's not doing a great job, I'll tell you that. Chris Ash. Chris Ash, Yes. I Former mean, at head least coach at Rutgers. At least he hasn't been out of football for several years, like Mike Nolan. <laughs> this is a sloppy game. Texas did have the the comeback at the end of the fourth quarter. There, they were down fourteen late and uh, made that run to push it into overtime, which is cool. You've seen uh, that before. But uh, just getting out, outdone by a, a freshman who was pulled in, in the first half and then put back in, and you're a senior who was at one time got Heisman hype. It just it doesn't sit well with me. I don't know. Hey, but I don't know if you heard Tom Herman after the game. UT had their best Sunday practice ever before the game, so they're practicing really well. That's like yeah, after I hit really well at the range yesterday before I played, and yeah, I went Tom, out and shot like 105. I, I, it's amazing to me that Tom Herman always says the wrong thing. Yeah, like I never once, dude. It, and is, it's so funny because he, part of the reason he was hired is because he was a grad assistant under Mac Brown, who we can say a million different things about Mac Brown, but Mac Brown. Always said oh. the right thing. Yeah, I've got always. A house on I don't know how much time Herman Left has on on this team to to turn it around, but Texas is just getting in the habit of of hiring big name guys, failing, and just churning it over. At what point do you just turn the team over to Jaquindon? <laughs> you, you don't. Not this year, anyway. Well, see what the kids got. Not this year. So I I don't know. I mean, I just I'm in sports hell right now. <laughs> I, I, I have, God, you really are. I have literally nothing else to look forward to, sports wise. The rest of this. You got a birthday season. coming up. I mean, sports wise, Dave. Birthday, dude. I'm living a, is a sport. I Life's be, a sport. I will be a birthday boy. Business is a sport. <laughs> Business is a sport as well. <laughs> as is podcasting. Uh, Texas stinks, man. At least A and M didn't beat Florida. OU's OU's not very good, but they're better than Texas. It, dude, Kellamond is back. I, but sir, one other thing on on Texas. The fact that Herman had an opportunity with Oklahoma clearly having a down year to actually break through. It'd be like if Kansas in basketball was just like very mediocre and they still won the league, which I think they did last year. But like you've got the you have an opening and you, you can't it's, get through. It's sickening how often OU wins the Big 12. They, they, it's every year. Every year they, they win. It's, it's really frustrating. Do you see K-State's quarterback out for the season? No. Yeah. So the the road to Big 12, I think it might go through Stillwater, um, which, by the way, their game against Baylor has been postponed yeah. due to COVID-19, the ongoing global pandemic. But I thought Mike Gundy said it was no big deal. Yeah, just get the guys out there. 
Let them practice. They've got the double bye week. Huge. A lot to work on. We'll see about that. Uh, but yeah, as I alluded to, A and M did upset Florida, and probably the biggest upset, is that biggest upset of the season, certainly of the week. Um, I mean, I think that Mississippi State beating oh. LSU in Week One, but well, we based what on what we know is. about LSU, it's not it's not <laughs> as surprising. Although, also after seeing Mississippi State the last two weeks, maybe it is surprising. God, I don't Texas know. was supposed to play LSU to, to start this year. It's yes, one of the games that got in canceled, Baton Rouge, yeah, which on paper. Would would have looked to be a great game. Now it's like just two shit teams. Yeah. No offense to Missouri, who beat them, but shout. We'll, we'll get to that. But shouts to the Aggies. Um, I mean, we we go hard on Jimbo for being an idiot and uh, being an unlikable douche who never performs against quality teams. But he gets paid too, and gets paid. But strong, strong. This is the one they needed, and they got it. Um, and they beat. You know, they beat Florida. They look. The Aggies look good. They look like a real football team. Georgia over Tennessee. I think most of us had that. I forget if I was on Tennessee or not. This game was close at halftime, and then Georgia just – I think it was tied at half, and then Georgia just kicked their ass in the second half. Micah, thoughts on the Mizzou Tigers over uh, LSU? I'm still a little bit in shock. I, I can't believe it happened. Um, Mizzou wins 45-41 over LSU in a game that was supposed to be played in Baton Rouge and then got switched to Columbia because of the hurricane like on Thursday. That being said, Missouri had three turnovers. LSU had zero. And we missed a, a long field goal, which is basically a turnover. Like we, Missouri could have beat LSU by a lot more. It was really the score is almost deceiving. Um, I, I won't get into too much more because we don't. LSU is terrible, and I love the fact that Bo Pelini, an unlikable douchebag, is their defense coordinator, and we whipped his <laughs> ass again, just like we used to when he was at Nebraska. Um, but a very encouraging day for Missouri. We have an offense that is exciting. Eli Drinkowitz, uh, Drinkwitz, whatever, however you say his name, it's. There's movement, there's motion, there's guys. It's fun. It's a fun offense. We haven't had that in many years. Is it the fun and gun? Uh, something like that. And we have a quarterback in his second career start who's now clearly the guy, a freshman quarterback. So this is a, a bright day for Mizzou. Congrats. Thank you. Got Bama Ole Miss in a Big 12 score, 63-48. This was close for a minute, right? It was. I was I was following via Ole Twitter. Miss kept punching back. Um and then Bama sort of got them in the fourth quarter. I've seen Ole Miss described as like they're not good, but they're they're fun. <laughs> I think that's that's fair. That's a, you could say a lot. Uh, you could say that about a lot. Uh, that the Ole Miss Ole, experience that describes yeah. Ole Miss as a whole. I think it's not a good school, but it's fun. It's fun. That's actually a great point. Uh, <laughs> okay, I was wrong about Miami uh, mm. over Clemson. Yeah, yeah me too. And that was just that was not close at all. I don't know what happened there with uh, Derek King, but. Looks like he was completely shut down. You know, Forty-two seventeen, really and good. not that close either. No, I, I don't know if you saw right before yeah. half. Clemson for some reason tried a sixty-one yard field goal while they were up like twenty-one to three. Got blocked, returned for a touchdown. And now all of a sudden it's twenty-one ten, um, and then Clemson just kicked their ass again. Miami scored late in the fourth quarter to get to seventeen. So, Has a college kicker ever made a sixty-plus yard field goal? I've never seen it happen. It's bound to have happened once. Someone's done it. But I'm just saying, like, the odds. That's like, not. That's such a heat check. Seems very unlikely. That is definitely feeling yourself. Like, just seeing what you got there. Like, whatever. <laughs> let's see. Just punt. Um, oh, we got Georgia-Bama this Saturday. Game day is going to be in Tuscaloosa. We'll yeah. pick that on Thursday night. The live stream. Watch media, YouTube. Check it out. Uh, any other notes on college football? I noticed Ennis Rakestraw, Mizzou's own, Duncanville's own. Uh, got some reps in at corner. Freshman cornerback out of Duncanville, as previously mentioned. Shouts to Duncanville. Do you want to talk about the Duncanville IMG game? We I was going to do it in quick dips. We oh. can do it now. Go ahead. They got smoked. <laughs> IMG, if, if you know this, they are they are a prep school. They recruit across the country. Duncanville is just a public school, man. We're just out. we're public school. We're bootstraps, okay? Yeah. And it didn't work out. Forty-one fourteen. A lot of self-inflicted wounds by Duncanville. They I don't know. We'll see. They'll learn from it. And you know what? They're going to make a playoff run this year. They're going to be a good team because they are a good team. But that kid, that uh, Michigan commit, that quarterback that IMG has is sick. Michigan got a good one. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. I don't know his name. I'm sorry about your Panthers day. That's okay. We'll be back. Um, Baseball talk? I watched some baseball. Micah, you got, you got a, a dog in the fight. Oh, yeah, we're firmly on the Astros bandwagon. Can I ask where point. Randy Arozarena came from? Because I didn't know about this guy until like two weeks ago. I did not either. I did not either. 
Uh, I don't have a good answer for you. Home run in three straight games, three games with three-plus hits, multiple hits in four straight games, at least one extra base hit in five games. That's good. Strong. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. Strohs lose 2-1, to one, game one. The Rays are fun to watch uh, because they do so many weird things. The way they they play their starters, like three outs at the start of the game, they, they move their pitchers around, uh, and they just have a bunch of guys that throw gas. Uh, but tough I, loss in game one, I especially after getting an early lead. I didn't want to root for Tampa Bay, the city of, just because obvious reasons. But I found myself watching that game, and I was like, man, I kind of like this Tampa Bay team. Even though their their logo, the logo they were running with last night, is the most horrendous Trash. logo potentially in sports. I missed it. It It is just a giant ray, but yeah. It, 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 yeah. it almost looks like the Vineyard Vines whale. It stinks. Oh, it's bad. It, they have it on the shoulder too, and it's, it's real it's trash. Just bad. It's a bad look. Um, we got Lance McCullers going game two. I don't know, man. Are you are you worried? How yeah, you I, this is the point that the Astros, um, their lack of starting pitching compared to what this team has traditionally had with Garrett Cole and Verlander not on the team anymore. Obviously, Cole hasn't been there all year, but Verlander hurt. Like, there's just I there's not enough there unless they're going to get big production out of the bats and uh which i thought they would because they, they had so far I but mean, they were i don't i don't feel as very confident about it if they get behind in a series and that's where they are now okay and we got dodgers braves kicking off tonight not kershaw going but i'll watch it anyway you know i ride for kershaw this is gonna be an exciting little series i think i'm in is this I, one in arlington hot this is in arlington yeah i'm in for this i would if i are people you think people are traveling to this game? Like, if you're a – Braves have, like, a, a nationwide fan base. What's capacity in the stadium? What are they allowing in? Do we know? I, I heard Let's it was, 25. like, 20%. Okay. So, it, well, maybe – I don't know. Let me check because I, I know that that was published last week. Yeah, this uh, could be a good, a good series, a fun series. I love that other fan bases get to experience the shed before uh, the <laughs> before Rangers fans. Rangers fans. <laughs> Unfucking real. That's funny. The shed. Adam James still in there. 11,500 tickets available. Okay. Okay. Feels like about, about 20, 25%. It, I've gotten so used to the cardboard cutouts that uh, this this will be interesting. I would say that it's weird watching a sporting event that has just like a, you know, fans here and there and a lot of empty spaces. But baseball is usually that sport. If there's one That's sport true. where people don't show up, it, it's baseball. Like you watch an a- any athletics game, like there's nobody there. There's like seven thousand people, so this won't be that odd. I'm wondering how it's going to look. I'm, I'm, I hope we get a little bit of love on our stadium. I think the inside's actually really nice. It's just the outside that is just truly, truly aesthetically displeasing. It's not a sexy stadium. Nah, it's not. Um, we got some quick dips. We're going to just jump right into Randy. If you don't mind queuing this up. Mike, I'm glad you brought this to our attention because we had some UFC fights over the weekend. It wasn't the sexiest card. It wasn't a big card. Was this was this even a pay-per-view buy or was this no, just an ESPN Plus just joint? ESPN Plus. Okay. We, it did provide with two of the best knockouts you're going to see all year. Oh, yeah, my. One I, of them. One I, of them. Maybe the best knockout ever. I've ever seen, period, Mike, actually. Mike, walk us through this. I don't get excited about knockouts too too much, but this one. Well, I, I will say both these uh, videos are featured in today's Micah's Read of the Week newsletter, which you can oh, subscribe okay. to at the link in bio and any of my social medias. Okay. But, um, yeah, go ahead, Randy. There's uh, there's two men. There's a kick. It gets caught. And then there's a spinning. I, I, the I don't reactions know. of, like, the five people that are sitting around the octagon is – is uh, pretty cool too. Like that was unbelievable. You will never see that. There's a, a picture of the guy's face right after he catches the foot to it and he gets knocked out, and he's just there's just nobody home. No, and the sad I hate when they hit their head on the <sighs> way down. Oh yeah, like that makes it very dangerous. Yes. Good. Hey, good on that referee for uh, <laughs> avoiding <laughs> any any further damage. Not that it was even close. I mean, that's but. as impressive as it gets, right? Yeah. It, this reminded me of the uh, the Showtime Pettis kick. Where the guy kind of climb? You ever see that one, Dylan? Where he climbed the cage and kicked the guy, and you're like, "I didn't know that was possible in the cage." Like, I don't. That's how I felt when I saw this. This I is. I don't know much this about is fighting. You've never seen. But if I feel like if if I throw a kick at someone and they catch it and they have my foot, like I'm, I feel like I'm. You're at a disadvantage. I feel like I, this guy's about to just destroy me. I think they me. say if you watch like what the wrestlers will say to do, if you catch a guy's kick, 
Um, Shoot for the takedown? Yeah, take them down. Um, yeah. That's what DC would always say. You would feel very vulnerable. But Most people aren't guy, going for whatever the hell that was, but a, that was tight. A roundhouse. I mean, it's, I don't know what that kick's technically called. But it's it so like a disrespectful to get knocked out by a foot, too. Oh. That was pretty tight. Okay, and and it was here. one of the rare ones where the impact to the head caused an immediate knockout. Like, he, as we mentioned, he was out cold and ugh, brutal. Let's see this next one. This was in the main event. Sandhagen and Morris. Well, this is a bantamweight battle. Which one's going to get cut? Oh, oh, another. Oh. And that was, uh, that is a sort of a spinning roundhouse. I don't know what you would call that either. Sheesh. But got him right on the button. Dude, Joe catching a heel say. to the dome. Is that man. what it was? He got him with a heel? I think it was a heel. Ooh. That's scary. I don't like that. First one was tighter, but that one was pretty le legit, too. We got Justin Gagey and Habib coming up in two weeks, October 24th. Allegedly. We'll I'll be see. watching. You want to watch that together? Are you going to be in town? Yeah, I should be here for that. We can have chips and dip. You know I like my chips. I want my chips with the dip. I like my chips with the dip. That's, Too Much Dip Podcast. Drake. Check us out. That's Drake. Uh, okay, I want to talk about a little bit of golf. Um, can we do the uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick hot take? So, I, I miss this completely. Um do you, mind moving the, do you mind moving the skeleton over on the thing so I can read this quote? Matthew Fitzpatrick. This seems reasonable. I really. <laughs> so, in my, he said, in my opinion, it's not a skill to hit the ball a long way. I could put on 40 pounds. I could go and see a biomechanist. I could gain 40 yards. That's actually a fact. I could put on another two inches on my driver. But the skill is to hit the ball straight. That's the skill. He's just taking the skill out of out of it, in my opinion. I'm sure lots will disagree, but it's just daft. He's an Englishman. The British term. Yeah, I have a uh, I have a lot of issues here. First of all, he's talking about Bryson DeChambeau. First of all, he cannot put on 40 pounds. That he dude's is, frame. He is like my build. He might be skinnier than me. You are bigger than him. Thank you. You can't put on forty pounds. He can't put on. He can't put on twenty pounds. Give me some time. I'm about to have a kid. Of good weight. Is we talking about good weight here? And no, it's just not happening. And he also he doubles down. He said, "This is." He's like, "That's actually a fact." No, it's not. It's not a fact. It is not a fact. I yeah, mean, on, he's talking. He's he's acting like it's it's easy to do what Bryson is doing. If it is so easy, why why isn't why aren't people doing this? Have why you aren't seen, people like adding forty yards to their drive? Have you seen the uh, Justin Thomas response? No. Well, but the the only thing I would say, the skill isn't to hit the ball straight. The skill is to score as low as you can. It's cool to hit the ball straight and very helpful. Yes, I, I agree. But the skill, the reason you're playing the game, the most skilled players in the world are the ones that score lowest. And Bryson is doing that. So Justin Thomas claps back. Pretty massive skill to learn how to optimize your ball flight and pick up distance. Not to mention hours and hours in the gym, testing clubs, hitting balls, seeing which swing hits it furthest, et cetera. I think learning a new way to play the game, implementing it, and being successful kind of takes a lot of, quote, skill, and then shrug emoji or whatever that one is. This Is JT I, a big Bryson guy? I don't they think boys? so. I, I think he just – This just, is why I love JT. He's just adding some common sense into the mix here. I'm a Spieth guy, but JT gives you so much more content to work with and speaks his mind, which is so refreshing in a game of boring people. This is great. Look, I, I'm not a, a Bryson fan. I've said that many times. Uh, but what he's doing is fucking impressive. And you got to give the guy credit for it. You he transformed his body. He transformed his swing. And he's hitting the ball much farther, which gives you an advantage in the game. I'm sorry. Um, interesting. This this post was taken from a – there's like a golf meme account. I follow Zyre Golf. And I went to see who all had liked this post. Uh, in addition to my favorite golfer, Victor Hovland, go Pokes. Hove. Rory McIlroy. A little interesting. Who are you calling, Micah? I'm not calling him. I think that's the guy in the office over there. Oh. I thought it was him, too. Because he's on his phone. Like, Sorry. Make it. So Rory and <laughs> Rory. not me. So Rory, uh, interestingly, like this, like this. You know, I'm getting into the NBA. Oh, Rory is another guy who's levels. absolutely not afraid to speak his mind. No, that's why I love Rory. Rory's tight. And Rory, honestly, I think. He's up there. He's trying to add distance now, too. Like, all these guys are changing to try to do this. If you can do it, if, unless they're going to roll the equipment back or the ball back, like, you may as well do this, right? Yeah, Matthew Fitzpatrick, it's not a fact that you can do all those things. Uh, you can't. You can't do them. And that's why you're bitching and moaning about it. 
That's right. Because if you could do it, you probably would. Set it your would help, game up, Pim. It would help your golf game, dog. Get your gains up. Lift. Lift one time. Get some creatine. Yeah, that dude does not lift. Does this dude ever, he's, he didn't even know creatine. He, does, he doesn't lift. Do they even have that over there where he lifts? Creatine? They probably call it creatine. Yeah. Sorry, sure I got they, love for the Brits. Sure, they have creatine in the UK, Michael. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, it's pretty easily uh, accessible. Chargers Saints tonight. Change Saints giving up seven. Is that right? This has major fantasy implications for me, but just saying, we got Monday night football. We got Tuesday night football too. Michael Thomas is out again. We which got is costing me a win. Okay, that yeah. So Michael Thomas me. not hurt, not missing this game because he's hurt, but apparently because he got a fight with a teammate, unfit to play. Wait, really? Yeah, this is like a, a it's like the Will to Freeze one game or the the KJ one game suspension. Is it because KJ Son kicked my ass? Man, I don't like that. My fantasy team definitely doesn't like that. Um, I'm trying to look. At, I did. I did not know it was this. He had a little too much dip on his chip. I think. So it appears. In the locker room. Interesting. That must have been. He must have been in the wrong. If there's, if they're altercation not letting... with a teammate, reportedly punching a teammate in practice. Can't do that. Come on, Michael. Buffalo at Tennessee, as you mentioned, Tuesday night. That's interesting. Um, I didn't realize there was a Tuesday night game. I was, I was having trouble following the schedule. It wasn't going to be. Yeah. Well, you're, you we should had be. We eight games rescheduled due to Tennessee's outbreak. Thanks a lot, Tennessee. Thanks, Vrabel. Yeah. A lot more. I mean, there's going to be a lot more shifting. I did see a report yesterday that the NFL – is considering adding an 18th week. Just do it. They don't want to. They want to play all the games in 17. But if you, they're they've already moved eight, they've already scheduled eight games due to this one team being irresponsible. Basically, I gotta say, it can't be that difficult for them to do this logistically. They make more money than any other league in this country. They're the cash cow. You can add an 18th week, and you can probably figure out a way to make a lot of money on it. Just eliminate the week between the the. Champ- the conference championships and the Super Bowl. You don't even have to move your schedule. What's this Jeremy Pruitt note? Oh, oh this is... I think I know what it is. We talked a little bit about this. We're, we were the only people talking about this last week because I, I watched Mizzou versus Tennessee on the SEC network, and Jeremy Pruitt wore his gator like a bonnet. This guy's an idiot. Surely he didn't but double then down. Oh, my God. He did this. He wore it again, this time over his hat. Uh, I mean, I don't even know how you would describe what he's doing. The the entire function of the the face mask is to cover your nose and your mouth, and it, he's covered uh, everything but it's doing it's doing neither, it's doing nothing. He looks like an idiot. And he did this the entire game. This game was on CBS, and people were watching, and and Twitter was up in arms. He looks like a little penis. <laughs> What's what the a, deal? What a moron! I mean, by all accounts, good coach, but. But what is he doing? This I don't understand this. I, it, this is bothering me. I mean, it shouldn't bother me, but it's bothering me. You know what this, else bothered me? What's that? I was watching the Supreme Court hearing, the nominee okay. hearing, and like there's all these all these senators. They don't have masks on, and they're making her wear the mask, like she's Hannibal Lecter down there with the mask on, and she's just having to sit there. It's just it's, it felt demeaning. Either all everybody's wearing a mask or nobody. That's my that's my take. Thank the, you, Texas. You know what, out. We're not going to get anywhere close to that one. Didn't Mike Lee test positive yes. like a week? Mike ago? Lee has tested positive within ten days, and yet he's there without a mask on. Don't make her. I mean, oh. what a what a jackass this guy is. <laughs> like I'm sorry. No, like let me be clear. I don't think I'm not saying that this that he should be wearing. A, I don't care that he's not wearing a mask on the sideline around his team that he's around all the fucking time. But th- this is just one of the more bizarre things I've ever seen in college sports. I mean, it's not serving the, the only purpose that it's there for. What if Tom Herman was doing this? Then I would hate him even more. This is unreal. It, 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 and we talked about this last week. He did the exact same thing. And nobody in that athletic department goes, hey, Jeremy, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, you look like an idiot. Just wear it the right way or don't wear it at all. Just pull the back down and pull the front up. So it covers what it's supposed to cover. It's just Not bizarre. your ears <laughs> and I, your neck. Like... I guess I didn't realize this game was that close. What a turd. It was close for a while, and then Tennessee did not score in the second half. Probably because their coach had a little fucking bonnet on. I I do like the the checkered pattern, though. It's nice. It's very clean. Tennessee's got great units. No issue with the Gator. Historically good units. The end zones have that that checkered pattern. Cool end zone. And, uh, we got love for Tennessee. Smokey here. the dog is tight too. We just need we need something else. We, this ain't it. You know I got love for my hounds, Dave. Yeah, no, you definitely love hounds. Yeah. All right, that was quick dips.
Ready to run it back? Sure. This is Run It Back, the segment in which we talked about what we already talked about. I will say I was just so into our conversation that I might have missed some things today. So apologies in advance. All right. Let me just start by uh, acknowledging that Micah was gone off that boom and loud to start the show. Cole Campbell likes it hot. Mm-hmm. The reviewers want more Texas State talk. One guy. Will miss the bubble and the bubble butt baddies. Quinn Cook got Quinn cucked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, according to Dylan, Dave's got a lot to Luca forward to. Dave thinks Dalton is good enough to get the Cowboys to seven wins. Joe Theismann is always waiting for a graphic injury bat signal. Manscaped is the best in below-the-belt grooming. Use promo code BANG to save 20%. Old Miss football team isn't good, but it is fun, much like the university. <laughs> uh, Duncanville got smoked. Dave is bigger than Matthew Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah. Jeremy Pruitt looks like a little penis. And Dylan thinks he's a jackass. <laughs> and Dylan loves hounds. I do. They're great dogs. All kinds of hounds, man. Great seg. Always fun. Thank great potty. Oh, let it was, run. This was lit today. Uh, Micah, there's a story I want to we, we did on Circling Back today that I, I would venture to say you're probably not aware of. Okay. Randy, I know I'm asking you to do this on the fly, but do you remember the, the last thing we did about the mayor with the uh, – can we get that photo? I don't know if you've seen this, but are you familiar with um, the two-term Tonawanda, which is Western New York mayor, who is now being investigated for corruption? I, I'm not. Well, uh, he is, and let me give you a, a little rundown. He's been he has admitted to steal, admitted to stealing city money. He's had thirty plus pr- police reports in a five year span. Called his council president a cuck. Hence us doing this. I love it. Uh, told told the residents to give him a fucking break, <laughs> and he's trying to quote cover his ass, his quote directing city bids, and uh, also he did an interview uh, in the last week wearing a corn mask. Well, as a matter of fact, Dave, I saw this tweet and at mentioned you on it because I instantly thought about this. Thank you. When you're trying to fight corruption on the local news, the best thing to do is to put on a corn mask. What what's going corn on? Corn like the band, not yes. just. I mean, any kind of corn-related mask would be strange, but I, I don't know this. What is this guy's name? It' hard to say. <laughs> oh, Rick da- Rick Davis. Of course, it's Rick of Davis course. is the most mayor-sounding name ever. Mayor Rick Davis. Mayor Rick Davis called his council president a cuck. <laughs> God, I love that. Guy probably was a cut. Move cuck the skeleton too. back. Yeah, move it back. Yeah. I apologize for having to move it. It's all right. He's back. Yeah, I just thought you might. I'm glad you seen thank this. You for, yeah, thank you for bringing this to our attention, though. Shouts to Mayor Rick Davis. Shout out to you. We will continue to continue to monitor that situation. You guys got any other notes? We got out of here in under uh, 90 minutes today. No. Wow. Nothing else. KJ will be back Thursday night for the live stream, as all of us will be doing picks. Check it out if you haven't yet. It's fun. It's relaxed. Sometimes we have a couple cold cold beers while we're doing it, you know? Just like to be the guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, fun stuff. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. I want my chips with Goodbye. the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. Turn it up. When my team wins a big game.